0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Summer in Chicago. It's the most beautiful time of the year. A time when we thaw out from the brutal winter and enjoy the outdoors. But for residents of Little Village in Lawndale, it's been difficult to access one of the biggest green spaces in their area, Douglas Park. From lyrical lemonade summer smash to heatwave, music festivals are taking over that park. With Riot Fest a month away, residents are saying enough is enough. There's a petition to remove the music festival from the park, and it's garnered more than 1,400 signatures. And after a heated community meeting, the contractors have stepped down, and Riot Fest management has apologized. The September festival is moving forward, though, and now community organizers are calling on artists to drop out in solidarity. And joining me now are a few folks who would like to see Riot Fest move somewhere else. Sarah Heyman is an organizer with Unete La Vita. Hi, Sarah. Hey there. Juanita Irizari is executive director of Friends of the Parks. Hi, Juanita. Welcome back. Hi. And Edith Tovar is an organizer at the Little Village Environmental Justice Organization, also known as El Vejo. Welcome, Edith. Thank you for having me. Sarah, this dissatisfaction from some residents who live near Douglas Park, this is not new, but it definitely appears to be ramping up this summer, especially as we get closer to Riot Fest. Tell us more. Why are some residents upset?
1: So residents are upset because our park um, is fenced off and destroyed for a minimum of forty-six days of the summer. Um, we haven't gotten any sort of say in how our park is used, how we feel about having these festivals. And um, it just seems like another slap in the face from the city where they are uh, prioritizing people with money over people in the neighborhood who use the green space for recreation, for mental health, um, to look at birds and and nature. And uh, so these, these people who don't live in our neighborhood, who don't really contribute to our neighborhood, their needs are being prioritized over neighborhood needs.
0: Yeah, dig more into that for us, Sarah, and bring us up to speed on on some of the back and forth uh, over the last week or so. And and more of of your take on this. Mm-hmm.
1: So, in the last week, um uh Riot Fest had, you know, a couple weeks ago Riot Fest had scheduled their first community meeting in the 7 years that they've been in Douglas Park at uh 12 p.m. on a Tuesday. At that meeting, the contractor that they sent out uh was not prepared to answer any of uh, neighbors' concerns and was dismissive of them and then asked them if they understood pure English. And there were several people there who were Spanish-speaking only because the neighborhood is uh, predominantly uh, Spanish-speaking. So Mm -hmm. uh, neighbors were really upset about that. Um, Kelly Garcia from the Chicago Reader wrote a story about it in response. Uh, Riot Fest blamed it on the contractor and said that he has stepped down. Um, but we believe that this is Riot Fest this is how they've treated the community all along. Um, so we are asking that they leave Douglas Park. We're asking musicians to stand with us in solidarity and they drop out of the fest as well.
0: Edith, let's bring you in here. You're a lifelong resident of Little Village. What does Douglas Park mean to you? Yeah, Douglas Park is uh, my neighborhood park.
2: Um, I, you know, used to go there as a child Um, in high school. I played um, soccer there with my high school team. Um, We traveled um, to the west side. Um, And so even now working with El right, I know that. Um, the importance of our public parks um, and the fact that, you know, now we have three huge festivals, um, you know, utilizing our public park, um, especially in, you know, primetime Chicago. Right. Um, we don't have many summer days in Chicago. Um, you know, we're talking about um, redirecting youth programs to go somewhere else. Right. Um, because of these huge festivals taking place in our park. Mm-hmm. um we don't have that many youth teams um, in our park. And so we're asking parents, right, to take their children um, to the next park over, uh, which would either be La Villita Park, uh, which already sees um, pretty high um, uh, usage of the park with the soccer league. So then we're asking our parents to take children even further south, right, to Marquette Park. And so that doesn't make any sense that um, you know folks that um, are not part of our community are prioritized to utilize our public park mm-hmm. um, in comparison right to our young people um, and the local schools around here also utilize um, Douglas Park so it's completely um, bonkers to prioritize um, such festivals um, over residents
0: so you're seeing a lot of impact then of, of these music festivals on your park and your neighborhood
2: absolutely and one of the things that also um you know we don't understand how these three festivals were even um prioritize in Douglas Park is that Douglas Park is surrounded by two hospitals, right? One of them being an adult trauma one. Um and so which serves, you know, the West Side and also serves um Cook County Jail. And so um, you know, on social media we've you know already posted a few things of how um you know concert goers are not really moving out of the way of you know ambul- ambulances. Um and so you know, this is also, um, you know, kind of a life and death situation where every second, every minute, um, really counts, right? To yeah. to take this person to the emergency room, and you know, if it's not um, St. Anthony, the next closest hospital would be uh, Stroger, right, which is two miles away from um, Douglas Park. So it doesn't make any sense that you know we have these three huge festivals um, in between um, in a public park and yeah. plus um, disturbing um, hospitals.
0: Juanita, help put this into a larger context for us. You know, besides losing access to the park, what other impacts do you see music festivals having here?
3: Yeah, and I'd love to answer this not only as a director of Friends of the Parks, but I have lived for 50 years in Humboldt Park and have personally listened to Riot Fest from my windows when it used to be in in Humboldt Park. Um, And we see similar patterns of just moving the concert out of one community that kicked it out to another community without really engaging in a community benefits agreement approach to discussing whether or not this is good for the community or if it could be good under what conditions, right? And so we just don't see that happening at all. Friends of the parks doesn't have a policy that says there should never be a concert in a park. Lots of us love many concerts in our parks. But there's a real, a real difference when a concert is community, is culturally relative, relevant for the community and when the cost makes sense for the community that's hosting it and Riot Fest is very expensive. Mm-hmm. And even though a few tickets are given away to the community, it's essentially a bribe. <laughs> there's not really an engagement around whether this is the right concert at the right time for this community. We yeah. don't see local businesses getting access and really making money in these contexts, and we often see policing outside the gates in ways that are, um, you know, very uh, focused on brown and black people, whereas inside the gates, there's drug use that is actually protected by our city police assets.
0: Yeah, Sarah, the, uh, El Vejo and uh, Unete La Vita, they've organized a, a campaign to, to get artists who are set to perform to essentially drop out. Can you give us some more details there?
1: So um, all the different festivals, Summer Smash, Heat Wave, and Riot Fest have donated thousands of dollars to our aldermen, and uh, we have done everything that the Park District has asked us to do to to get our voice heard and and try to um, get these festivals out out of the park and get our input. They won't listen to us, and they continue to claim that, you know, the community really wants these festivals without uh, saying otherwise, and so, um, you know, we can't rely on the city of Chicago to do what's right by us. So we're asking the artists to stand with us and drop out
0: of the fuss. Edith, uh, the park district said in a statement to Block Club Chicago that uh, it works closely with event organizers so that festivals have minimal impact on the community and and on the day-to-day use of the park. But in your experience, it sounds like that may not be the case. Tell us how many days do residents lose access to the park over the summer with these series of music festivals?
2: Yeah, so um, a lot of people think that the park is just fenced off, possibly just that weekend. Um, But it takes a lot of planning to set up like three huge stages, right, Um, fencing off the park. Um, Douglas Park um, is divided in north and south. So these concert festivals, um, specifically Riot Fest, right, fences off the whole south end of the park. Um, so we're talking about um, maybe three weeks of you know setup breakdown, um, but even then um, the total uh, days we actually found out um, this year is a total of 46 days um, that our park is closed um, where we don't have access um, to our parks, um, and um, even though right. Um, Some of these (laughs) donations, right, are taking place. Um, It really doesn't outweigh the fact that um, our park is closed, right? We don't have access um, to um, different um, sports programs. Um, and the fact that it just causes right a nuance to to the neighborhood, um, and you know, and includes right the impacts of you know traffic congestion. Um, our CTA right, um, the California Pink Line, as well as the KEDZI, are not built you know for that for this type of like volume of folks coming in and out. Um, and the fact that you know there there have been some pretty bad tragedies um, throughout the years with these concerts happening, and so. Um, again, we have done everything that we have that we can do, right mm-hmm. through through city process, um, even through aldermen. But um, you know, they have refused to hold community meetings. Um, alderman Cardenas has basically forgotten about Little Village, um, even though he is still, you know, the alderman, um, and we're still part of the 12th ward. Um, he has not been um, around, and so. Um, to just see um, the um, the research right, that continues to be done of how much, you know, money, um, you know, some of the local aldermen are making, it's it's very infuriating, um, and it does, you know, show that they are choosing profit um, over their constituents and over the residents.
0: I can hear the frustration, Edith. In yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's been
2: very really frustrating.
0: Juanita, you know, Riot Fest also said that they're doing everything to remain a positive asset to the community. They give away tickets to residents who live close to Douglas Park. They recruit locally for jobs. They organize beautification initiatives. But do you think that's enough?
3: Actually, it's mostly insulting. I mean, one year they actually made her flowers were planted in Douglas Park right before Riot Fest. Right, so it was only for beautification for the people coming for that weekend. It wasn't actually for the whole community that uses Douglas Park year-round. They give away a very paltry amount of dollars and, and goodies to the community relative to the impact um, that the, the community experiences. And honestly, we see very sim- similar things happening with Lollapalooza downtown and really very little engagement, if any, with the community about what things might make it worth the community to bear that burden. That's not really a conversation that's happening anywhere around the city when it comes to the burden of concerts and parks.
0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we're discussing why an effort to remove Riot Fest, the music festival, from Douglas Park is gaining momentum just one month before bands are actually set to perform September 16th through the 18th. We're talking with Sarah Heyman from Unete La Villita, Juanita Irizarry from Friends of the Parks and Edith Tovar from El Vejo, the Little Village Environmental Justice Organization. Uh, Edith, uh, I'll get you to pick up where Juanita left off. Were residents given the opportunity to give input when Riot Fest moved from Humboldt Park back in 2015?
2: No, um, we did not. Actually, it was community residents that held a community meeting um, in regards to Riot Fest because we knew what was happening in Humble Park. Um, you know, we kept really close <laughs> eye on uh, what was happening and the fact that, you know, they announced that um, Riot Fest was coming to Douglas Park. We had no, no input, and we still have had no input um, as far as, like, mega festivals taking place um, in Douglas Park. And so it was actually community residents that organized, um, you know, this meeting. And that's how, how I actually became to know, you know, Sarah, too, yeah. um, through these organizing efforts, um, you know, throughout the years. And, you know, and we have definitely, um, you know, been connecting with um, organizations as well in, in North Mondale, um, to see, you know, what has been. Um, the benefits, if any, right? Um, And there really haven't been um, any benefits that, you know, outweighs um, closing off our park and limiting um, our, our youth programming, especially during the summer. Yeah.
0: Sarah, is there a way for a music festival to engage equitably with the community that it's entering? Um...
1: To be honest, our stance is that we believe that um, music festivals should not be in public parks, particularly ones that are used for uh, recreation for residents. And um, so we believe that uh, that these mega festivals should maybe go to Soldier Field or to maybe the United Center. You know, there was just the Windy City Smoke out there recently. I don't see why these festivals can't take place in places where... Um, it doesn't disrupt neighborhood use. Um, you know, there's no more kids' soccer in Douglas Park anymore. And I just really don't think that there's a way for these mega festivals to exist where something like that doesn't happen. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's our stance.
0: What What do you think this says about who has ownership of public parks?
1: It's the rich. Um, the rich get a say. If you have enough money to get a permit— um, if you have enough money to go through the whole city process, then you can do whatever you want. You can drive vehicles and destroy the park, and and uh, leave glass embedded in the the soil so that when residents try to play soccer, you know they they get all scratched up. Um, you can fence it off and and drink and do drugs, and and then uh, if residents do something similar to that they get ticketed or thrown in jail. So, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's definitely. Um, in an equitable uh, system.
0: I'll put that same question to the others. What do you think, Edith? Who has ownership of of public parks?
2: Yeah, unfortunately I would have to, you know, agree with with Sarah as well. It's People who have access to money, Um, it's people who are privileged, who can, you know, spend a weekend in a community and not come back and not care about the community. Um, you know, I attended um, the meeting that, um, you know, um, Riot Fest hosted a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, you can just tell that this person was not invested um, in in our community. And as a representative of Riot Fest, right, I, can, I am assuming that Riot Fest is clear not care about what residents um, have to say and what, you know, we... Um, need um, for our park and so unfortunately people who have access to money right um, I'm including elected officials in that because they have also have had a huge uh, say right on how our public um, parks are used and continue to ignore um, the residents and so um, unfortunately I would have to say also that it's folks um, with um, money and a lot of influence
0: so you know, some people are in favor of the music festival, and they say that it brings economic development. So what do you say to that, Edith?
2: You know, we attended um, Chicago Public Park meetings, um and we've asked them, can you show us the numbers? Because all these concerts, you know, Riot Fest has been in our community for seven years, and they have allowed... Um, two additional concert festivals to come to our community, and they have yet to show us any type of community uh, improvement. You know, we have surveyed a lot of the local restaurants um, in in Little Village, especially on Cermak, and they actually told us that they don't really see an increase um, in value, especially because a lot of their regulars don't want to come to the area because of how how congested um, the community gets around that time. Um, And so, if you're asking me about um, economic improvements, um, I haven't seen any. The park is still, um, I haven't really seen any improvements of of our park. Um, The sidewalks are not accessible. Our, you know, our park floods because of just how compacted um, the soil is that it's not draining correctly. And so, um, I have not seen any type of economic improvements um hosting you know these festivals, especially riots that these last seven years
0: so Juanita, leave us with this What are some alternative locations then that you think the city should explore right If we don't yeah. think public parks should be used for these private festivals, where should they go?
3: Yeah, well, first of all, you know we do think there are some concerts that make sense in some Parks, and that depends on scale, it depends on cost, it depends on cultural relevance, right? But it also would make sense to have some of in-soldier field has been, that, as has been mentioned. Um, and we also think it's time for the city to look at models like Milwaukee that has a dedicated festival grounds, right? So it might be part of the park district system, but it's not a space where anyone is paying fees to play baseball or soccer or use it for other things that then they are displaced from, right? Put the infrastructure in so where it makes sense for a stage to occupy that space or for semi trucks to be driving on that space. In Grant Park, we see semi trucks parking on the tennis courts, which are not made for that, and now the tennis courts need to be fixed, yeah. right? So maybe we need a dedicated space for this kind of thing rather than putting it in parks around the city that really can't handle the scale and really aren't getting the benefits.
0: Yeah. And so we're clear, Juanita, I mean, do these festival organizers technically need consent? From the community in order for the city to actually issue a permit?
3: They do not. The city will sometimes say that the aldermen approved it, so therefore they did it. On the other hand, we're hearing in Grant Park that the aldermen are not even being talked to when contracts are being let with Lollapalooza and NASCAR races. So the city alternately says, it's important for the aldermen to be involved and then it's not important for the aldermen to be involved and that is their measure for the community saying it's a good thing yeah. there are no conversations with the community
0: wow well we'll have to leave it there great um alternative solutions there that you've mentioned Juanita we've been talking with Juanita Irizarri from Friends of the Parks Sarah Heyman from Unete La Vida, and Edith Tovar from the Little Village Environmental Justice Organization thank you all